We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Altitude 5200. Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. This is your weekly snippet with Dr. Bill, your planetary anthropologist. Texas, April 1897. On April 16th, C.G. Williams, around midnight, saw a grounded airship and met its inventor near the town of Greenville, Texas. He described it as an immense cigar-shaped vessel with wings and a side wheel like the side wheel of a steamboat. Three men were working around it. The inventor introduced himself as Wilson from Goshen, New York, and formerly of Fort Worth, Texas. He said they had built the ship and had taken it on a trial run halfway across the country. The next day, April 17th, near Sherman, Texas, which is about 50 miles north of Greenville, where the ship had been seen the previous day, W.S. Heller saw around at around 10 o'clock at night a dark object that began to pass between the earth and the moon. It was a perfectly shaped object. It wasn't a cloud. Going eastward, he said, an elongated oval, perhaps six times its diameter in length. After it passed the moon, I saw no more of it. April 19th, 350 miles south of Sherman, Texas, on a farm outside of Beaumont, Texas, J.R. Ligon and his son came upon an airship sitting in a pasture near their farm. He described it as being 130 feet long and about 20 feet wide with wings and propellers. Four men were standing around the airship and the inventor, who introduced himself as Wilson, said they had just flown over the Gulf of Mexico and were returning to Iowa. He then asked Mr. Ligon if he and his son could provide them with water. A respected rabbi of Bowman, Aaron Levy, had also seen the airship on Ligon's farm and had shaken hands with one of the crewmen. At around the same time, George Dunlop, same date, while visiting Lake Charles, Louisiana, which is about 50 miles east of Beaumont, Texas, saw the airship. It emitted an unearthly whistle, he said, startling his horses and causing him to be thrown from his buggy. The ship landed and four of the crewmen ran to see if he was hurt. The captain introduced himself as Wilson. The next day, April 20th, 360 miles west of Beaumont, Texas, at Uvalde, Texas, Sheriff H.W. Baylor spotted the grounded airship, which had large fins near his house. One of the crewmen introduced himself as Wilson from Goshen, New York, and formerly of Fort Worth, Texas. Again, he requested water, which the sheriff provided. After being persistently questioned about what he saw, the sheriff later insisted he never saw anything, and that the reporter who who reported the story should be shot. Another sheriff in the area of the Rio Grande said he had also seen the airship 
and the crew mentioned Sheriff Baylor. April 28th was the last sighting of the airship, which was over Hillsboro, Texas, 600 miles north and east of Ivaldi and the Rio Grande Valley. This was just south of Fort Worth and about 100 miles west of where the airship had originally been seen on April 16th. A lawyer beheld a huge black monster in the sky from which light emanated. It was shaped something like a cigar. Underneath was a cabin shaped like a ship. The lights were shining onto the ground. They shut off and the ship looked like it landed on a nearby hill. An hour later it ascended into the sky and started in a northeasterly direction towards Dallas. It must have gone at a rate of 100 miles an hour or more, he said. Inquiries made in modern times at Goshen, New York in the 60s, 1960s, have not turned up an inventor named Wilson. Oddly enough, an airship was supposed to have crashed in Aurora, Texas on April 19, 1897, which is just north of Fort Worth. Is it possible that an inventor named Wilson, ahead of his time, built and piloted a remarkable airship, flew it around Texas, only to crash and be forgotten, or was it something else? This has been your weekly snippet with Dr. Bill. Till next time, bye-bye.